Hello, I'm Daniel. I'm a meditation teacher in Kansas City, and this is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. The teachings in this podcast are free of charge, but of course, if you feel compelled to make a donation, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Hello, I am going to read to you a passage from the text, The 37 Practices of a Bodhisattva. And this is a text about different sort of advice about how we can live our lives in a more awakened way. And this one that we're going to talk about today is verse 4. And I'm going to read it to you and then I will unpack it a little. I'll read it to you and then I'll unpack it a little. So this one, here it is. Separated from each and every long-awaited companion, leaving behind hard-earned wealth and possessions, guest-like consciousness abandons its guest house, the body. To give up concern for this life is the practice of the bodhisattvas. So what are we talking about here? So in life, no matter what it is, No matter how much you want it, no matter how long you have it, no matter how much you prepare, you can't take it with you. You can't take it with you. There's a Hebrew proverb that I like that says, there are no pockets in burial shrouds. And that's the same message. It's just you can't take it with you. We know that, of course. Deep down, we've always known that. We learned it long ago. The breaking down of things has been part of our lives from the beginning. We saw possessions wear down and get broken when we were little, right? And maybe we lost pets as well. Maybe we lost grandparents. Maybe we lost parents, right? We have seen things fall apart our whole lives, and death is part of that too. We grow up exposed to it, and we see it again and again. Uh, There's an aspect of the story of the Buddha's life, and that aspect is that he was shielded from knowledge of old age, sickness, and death, and I think that's a fable. I think that cannot be true because death is a fundamental part of life, and it doesn't really matter if the Buddha's father was really powerful. He still couldn't totally shield him from it. Uh, and people might be mad at me for saying that, but, um, so the part of the Buddha story is that he was shielded from those things. So when he saw sickness, old age and death, it was a real shock to him and it started him on his journey. I think, uh, more likely he had a very sheltered life and he didn't have much exposure to how hard life was for other people, but. I think you knew about death because I think we all know about impermanence and death. We see it again and again, like I said, but it's still a challenge for us. We carry around this sort of deluded thinking. We cling to things as though they are permanent. So impermanence is a concept in Buddhism. Anatta is the original uh, terminology, anatta, and that's usually translated as impermanence. And it's just this obvious and clear idea that all things arise and pass All things arise and pass away, and that's just all there is to it. 
And this applies to things you own, like your car, for example. It applies to your phone. You know, our phones break down. They slowly stop working and we have to get upgrades, right? And it applies to our loved ones who will also pass away, unfortunately. And it applies to little things as well, like the negative feelings you have when you're having a bad day. Or the negative thoughts that flow into your mind that you just feel like you'll never shake. These things are impermanent too. And it applies to really old things like trees and mountains. And even really, really old things like our planets and stars. Everything. And it applies to you too. And the truth is, the older we get, the more obvious it is. The gray hair in my beard really reminds me that I too... And impermanent. So what's the point? Why should we reflect on this? It's embarrassing, right? It's embarrassing. The famous Buddhist teacher Atisha said, be without attachment toward anything. And that's sort of part of what this is about. So I don't want to say that we shouldn't love other people or things because they will pass away. I do not advocate running away to the forest, giving away all your possessions and being a hermit. I don't advocate any of that. I can imagine some people would suggest that, but not me. I believe these teachings can be part of our ordinary life as people with jobs and families. So what? What then? What I want to learn to let go of is that obsession with accumulating things. We can get obsessed. We can get stressed out about not getting the things we want, whether, whether those things are objects we want motivated by greed or motivated by whatever, or things we want can also be, I I don't want to call people things, but the attention of a person you're attracted to. Uh, We can get stressed out if we don't get that when we want it. And obsessed. We can get obsessed with that too. We can be unhappy when someone else has something we want. And when that happens, we can remind ourselves This too will pass. The bad news is that all the good things in our lives will disappear. The good news is all the bad things will too. And the other lesson we can take from this is this. Everyone's dealing with this. Every person you see or interact with on this planet is dealing with the same thing impermanence. Why is that a good thing that everyone's dealing with that? Well, because we're all in this together. That's why we are all in this same struggle. And we can remember that when we're mad at other people, when we are spreading disharmony, when we are judging, we can always remember, well, we're all in this together. Sometimes life is like we're all in a burning building and Instead of working together to get out, we're arguing about how the house is decorated or or about who started the fire. And we could instead just be trying to get out together. Um, That's it for today. Thank you for taking the time to listen and have a good day. Thank you for listening and have a good day.